Hey, what's up, y'all? So, welcome back to another episode of Big Girl, Big World Podcast. So, I have a special guest with me today. So, I have Jaren Nicole here with me today. I'm going to introduce yourself. Like, just tell them a little bit about yourself. Okay. Hey, y'all. My name is Jaren. I'm from Long Beach, California. I'm 21 years old. Um, I... I go to college in Little Rock, Arkansas called Philander Smith College. It's an HBCU. For those of you who don't know what an HBCU is, that's a historical black college. And um, I'm glad to be here today. <laughs> yeah, y'all. So today, our our topic for today is college. And I felt like this will be a good episode and a good um, topic because me and Jaren go to do two different colleges. I go to Troy University, which, as y'all know, is a PWI, and she goes to HBCU. So we got two different college experiences. So I felt like it would be a good um, episode. So we're gonna it was get- crazy, sorry. But, you know, I always thought Troy was HBCU. When I saw the videos of it, I always just thought oh, <laughs> it's lit. It got our black culture and stuff. That's what I always thought. That's crazy. I, I don't, sometimes now, sometimes like it looked like an HBC way. I'm definitely, when you are there, it's, it's a PWI. It's, it's not okay. too much of that, not that many of us there. Wow. But we're going to get right into the big facts for the episode. So the big fact for the episode is more than three fourths of college applicants get into their first choice. So how many colleges did you like apply to? when you uh, was applying for college? Girl, I don't even know because I went to a black college expo Mm -hmm. and they basically let you apply there and you get accepted on the spot. Mm -hmm. So Philander wasn't the, Philander was there and that's how I got accepted, but that's not the first school I applied to. So I probably applied to maybe 10, 10 or more colleges, but I'm gonna keep it real. If I wouldn't have, if I wouldn't have went to that black college expo, I probably wouldn't apply to all those schools. (laughs) <laughs> my, my experience totally different how many colleges i think i applied to five i only think i applied to five maybe three colleges i didn't even apply that okay, many. great i applied to um a community college that was like in my hometown i applied to troy and um i applied to no i applied to four i applied to alabama a&m and i applied to um alabama state so, y'all, it's a whole little story about me getting this <laughs> to Troy because I applied during, you know how, you know, they have um free college week, like when they waive all the application fees. Yeah. I applied during that week in the guidance counselor office. And let me tell y'all, Troy, I'm going to tell y'all, Troy is really, they not strict on getting, a, getting accepted. Like, I've seen some of the ACT scores, like, <laughs> 15 and they got accepted so I was just like we got I know it was my senior year we was getting like close to it I was just like okay everybody was like I got accepted to Troy the girl with the 15 got accepted like how you, how you get accepted I had a tw- I, 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 I had a 20 on the ACT so I was just like I had a little bit built on the hood why and accepted my GP was good I was just like what's going on my me and my mama called Troy like I got to, I got to, I was like me and my mama called Troy and we was just like Everyone on, I applied. Is that that was like um we don't have an application. Troy is literally like an hour forty, like maybe forty five minutes to an hour away from my hometown. We went on a drove to Troy. I applied right there, got accepted on the spot. Period. I mean, 
And I was just like, I was just like, mm. I said, Troy need to get better with these applications. I, said, I mean, that's kind of how my school is too. Like, girl, you'd be surprised how many people, like the types of people they accept there. And it's, it's, I mean, that's not a bad thing, but it's like, you want the institution to have some type of like standard for them. But the interesting thing is I'm from California and you're from the South and the way we do like our college thing is like most of us take the SAT. So a lot of people out there take the ACT. So I kind of found that interesting. We can take the ACT. I'm pretty sure you guys can take the SAT too, but I guess that's just different. The ACT, I'm pr- I just don't understand it. Test, it's so stupid to me. I just like, it's just, I just don't understand the test. It's just so stupid to me. It's not for me to know. I don't know. It's just whatever. So we're going to get into the, I know you fucking lying for the episode. So we have, um, first we want to talk about the death, the death of, if you know, the actor that played Devo in oh, Friday, God. um, passed away. And, um, the actor from BAPS, and I don't, I'm not really sure how to pronounce her name. The cell Reed. The one who's singing? Not no. Nisi. Nee, not nee, she played the other one. The um the first just Holly Berry. She played in Baps with Holly Berry. She passed away as well. I feel like these were some shockers. When I say these are some shockers for the week. Girl, twenty twenty has not been fair. And I thought you were oh. gonna say King Von at first. <laughs> Girl, I talked, okay, my second episode, that's what I talked about. I said, that man was fine. I just, I just. Why? Why him? Why all the fine men got to go? No. Then Mo3 passed away. I know, girl. It's been crazy, like, just back to back. And I just, and those two, I I was talking about it on, on my last episode of the podcast. I was just like, I'm tired of our generation quit to shoot. Why are we so quick to shoot? <laughs> Why are we like my mama always taught me like you gonna have people that you don't like in this world. If you don't like someone, keep it moving and just focus on yourself. Like right. I think people just can't take I don't know if they're just like I don't know. I feel like not necessarily our generation, but just in in where we are right now, even in 2020, I just feel like it's such a rage. Like people just have this rage spirit. I don't know how to explain it. And I don't know. People just don't fight anymore. And not to say like you should just fight somebody, but it's like you really just start to shoot somebody instead of at least you can just walk away. You can be mature enough to turn the cheek or just you know if you gotta do something fight why why shoot somebody why right and and i was talking about because i was like now there is because king von had a daughter so now there's a little girl that don't have her he her, has two um, kids he had two kids oh i didn't know he had two i just knew of that one daughter but he has two kids there's kids that don't have a father now because you wanted to you wanted to you know just act. Honestly, you acted on your friend. He was doing it for your friend. You think, I'm my thing is Quando Rondo. <laughs> is he going to put money on your book? <laughs> so, right. Is he going to put money on your book now that you done did this little one thing for him? And the thing about that whole situation, even though they weren't cool at the time, they were cool at some point, you know, before this whole situation happened. So it's like, even if he was getting jumped or whatever, nobody was shooting. Nobody was on that until until you came around and did what you did. But 
I just feel like because of their history, it really didn't have to go that far. It did. Like, there's some girls that um I was wrong. Like, we was cool my freshman year of college, and we we fell out. You think we just going to sit? We need, we saw each other at party. We just look at each other and just go the other way. Right. Like, it's not even – you're going to have to deal with people you don't like in the world. It's, I feel like we just huh, – Girl. got to get that together. So, yeah, the death, the those two deaths is what um shot me for the week. And I have another little funny story for I know you fucking lying for the week. So, yeah. So, uh, the day before Thanksgiving, um, if y'all did not know, I had, did not have my license. I did not get my license until the day before Thanksgiving. So, I got my license. So, the day of Thanksgiving, I had to drive to my hometown. And, y'all, I packed everything, got everything good. I got home. My mom was like... Let's go to the store. I gotta get some cranberry sauce. Okay. I was like, I had my bonnet on. I said, hold on. Let me put on my weed. Y'all, look in my luggage. There was no weed. I had no weed. No, I had no natural hair products, no weed, no nothing. Y'all, I was like, what in the world? I said, I know I did not leave my weed. Like, I scrubbed through my whole. My mom was like, you need to clean up the room. I had clothes everywhere. We was nowhere to be found. Where'd y'all go? We was going to Walmart. To, oh, um, you were just going to Walmart. Yeah, but I just, I don't want to go out in my bonnet. But I was just like, my mama, my mama going to come back. Y'all, my mama is like an older, not older, but my mama is like, me and my mama not around the same age. So her taste is different from mine. She came back with the weed that had the bang on it. I said, not the bang. I said, won't me. I said, uh, oh, 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 girl, I'm dead. That is what killed me. But she came, I told her, I said, oh, you had a little curly weed. She gave me a okay. She came. You have a different joint. Huh? I'm saying, you didn't have a different one? Yeah, she. That's why I told. Her, I said, "Mama, not the bang. I don't want that one." <laughs> she was like, "Let me find another." She came back with a curly one. So that's when I woke for my major for the my trip. I thank God we didn't go nowhere <laughs> for real, for real. Because I had a wig on. I I look like somebody grandma. Girl, that would be tragic. Had, and then I had my little my little nerd glasses on, so I really was somebody grandma. So it was a lot. So I just want to tell y'all that story because that made me laugh. So we like, you got any? I know you fucking lines for the week. Any stories? Any updates? Bro, basically my Hawaii trip. I know we already talked about that before we started recording, but just to give y'all a little quick run through. Basically, me and my mom have been planning this trip to go to Hawaii for since last year, and we were originally supposed to go in June, but we got it got pushed back because of COVID-19. So we went, and when we got there, you know, we had to fill out all these, this information prior to going and doing all these tests and going online, making sure everything's straight because the state of Hawaii is that extra. I mean, I get it. They have the least amount of COVID cases. We get there, and the guy's checking our information. He's like, oh, Y'all took y'all test the day too early. So basically they gave us two options. One, quarantine your hotel room for the duration of your trip and not even be able to go out, not even get your own food. You have to grub hub, you know, door dash your food. Or they were like, some people like to fly back to LA, get a rapid test and come back to Hawaii. And me and my mom are looking at each other like, 
who has money for that? So that was my little, I know you fucking lying for the week because that was just too much. And it was just so disappointing. I'm still hurt. Don't tell, talk to me about no pineapples. Don't talk to me about no Hawaiian <laughs> rolls. I don't hear nothing tropical. Did you ever get your money back? Like, uh, we got our money back for the hotel, thankfully. The thing is, we did plan this trip through like my parents' um, timeshare, but this was a promo. So it wasn't like, it was one of those type of deals that was kind of like finalized or, you know. So we got our money back for the hotel and thankfully the flight, um, they were just able to change it so we didn't have to pay for another flight. But as far as like paying for the trip in general through the timeshare, no. Okay, well, that's good. Y'all got the hotel money back. At least you got some compensation for it. Something. But me in the state of Hawaii, we gonna fight. Yeah, you maybe want when I saw your little thing, I was like, ooh, maybe I want to go. Never mind. I don't. I know. I know. <laughs> so we're gonna get right into the big topics for this um, episode. So the first topic we're gonna talk about is why we chose the college that we chose to go to so um i'm gonna let you go first okay so i'm i would say more i didn't choose philander philander chose me and what i mean by that is like i said i went to the black college expo and i knew i wanted to go to an hbcu to kind of get out of my comfort zone because growing up in um i was about to say hawaii growing up in california we don't have any hbcus out hbcus out there and i wanted a different type of experience you know my brother he went to an HBCU so um I went to the Black College Expo and I was like kind of applying everywhere and then we show up to the Philander table and they gave me a scholarship on the spot and um I kind of chose them I don't know the vibe was right I don't know if you like you know when something just feels right Mm -hmm. and also my the HBCU that my brother goes went to was in Arkansas as well so I already had been out there and you know kind of passed the school before just in passing like seeing it and I forgot to say this another thing is my mom she works for a college and that school philander was on the list of schools that i could apply to and kind of get um in for free Mm -hmm. so just all everything was kind of right everything just kind of matched up and they gave me a scholarship so i was like yeah i'm going this is for me free for the free so but you know being there and like actually going to the school i i chose the right choice for sure yeah that's good that's for me. <laughs> totally different. <laughs> totally different. So, um, where I'm from, I'm from a small town in Bama, in Alabama, a small town, super small. Like, population is under, like, 5,000. Super small. That's kind of lit, though. No, nah, it's not, because everybody knows each other's business. Definitely not. Everybody knows each other's business. You might, that's your cousin. You don't know. Girl. <laughs> And um, so everybody from my hometown went to um the community college in my hometown, and um, I was like, I got to get out of here. I can't be in this little small town no more. I can't. So um, I originally was going. I originally said I wanted to go to HBCU. I was going to go to Spelman. <laughs> I was going. I wanted to go to Spelman so bad, but y'all from a small town, and my mom just didn't feel like coming from a small town I was ready for the Atlanta life because she didn't want me to get wild wanted me to stay um 
focus on, you know, I probably would have went wild if I went to, went to Atlanta, but yeah. Um, so I was going to go to Spelman. Me and my mom had a conversation. I was like, well, I don't want to go to Spelman no more. Still want to go to HBCU. So I, um, so I applied to Alabama State, Alabama A&M. Um, if you guys don't know, I'm in color guard. While um, I'm okay. in color guard in high school, I was color guard captain. So I wanted to go somewhere that I could be in color guard. So, um, I either was going to go to Alabama A&M or I was going to go to Alabama State and try for the honeybees. So, okay. so, so I didn't know which one I wanted to do. So um, I just um, decided, I don't know what made me decide, but, you know, it was um, application week for free. So I applied to Troy. After I, my whole little situation with Troy, I got accepted. Um, they sent, they started sending, like, financial aid and everything. Um, so... At Alabama State and Alabama A&M, y'all, I was not going, like, I don't know. I was at Troy. I was going to be in a room by myself. That would maybe get it. I tried out for Color Guard, and I made it, and I got a scholarship. So I was just like, you know what? Period. Period. Troy's sounding real good. So I was just like, if I really want to go party, I can go to Alabama State on the weekend, 45 minutes away. So I just decided to go to um Troy. Like that dorm room, I think the dorm room really would made me want to go. <laughs> now at first, hey, surprisingly same. Yeah, I I love my little dorm room by myself because I'm my only child. I never had no, I have had lived nobody but my mama, so I knew I did not want to be in a dorm room. Um, my oh, I be in a dorm room like communal and all that stuff, especially girls nasty. So um. So I was just like, I just want to be by myself. So when they gave me a scholarship and when they gave me um, that room by myself, that really made me want to go. And then also, um, it wasn't that far away from my mom. So Troy's like 30, 30 minutes, 45 minutes away from my hometown. So it wasn't that far. I wasn't that far away from my mom. So yeah, that would also made me want to, you know, go to Troy. So the next thing I want to talk about is how did you how did you imagine college how did you imagine college like when you was thinking about college how did you think you was going how, how did you think it was going to be cuz I watched when I was growing up my favorite TV show is a different world Okay. I thought I was going to college find out the way I thought I was going to okay. be like Whitney I thought it was going to be totally different Honestly you know I don't know if I necessarily imagined it like any of the shows I watched. I was just more so putting thoughts in my own head like I'm going to be I'm not going to know anybody cuz plus I was going out of state too and to the south which is like a to- totally different feel from the west coast. Oh, so yeah. I'm like nobody's going to like me. I'm not going to find any friends. Just kind of like when you go to a new school period. And then also like you start to think like, "Oh, I'm going to find my man in college." Like let me tell you that doesn't really happen if you do you're lucky but I would say that uh that was kind of my expectations I really didn't have too many or I just can't remember but I just remember feeling like really nervous and kind of anxious about the whole situation because I'm like this is so different and it's so out of my comfort zone um and that's pretty much it and you think it's kind of gonna be like the movies but it's I don't really think it's like the movies or the tv shows I mean, it's, still, it's still great but you know tv shows kind of exaggerate everything yes it it really did because 
I'm gonna say when I I'm gonna say a different word did make me aware of some things like yeah aware of some things that I wouldn't have no like I say I came from a small town so um it made me more aware of you know some things especially because especially because I'm just you know I I'm not used to I'm I wasn't used to like um like okay so the town I'm from is majority majority white um and I was in like honor the honor classes so I was like one of probably 20 honor students so I was not oh I really wasn't I was I was not naive to some stuff right so so watching different world really just opened my eyes it was like you need to pay attention to that yeah pay attention to that don't drop your don't don't put your cup down at a party because they might put something. Right. You know, don't go nowhere with don't do don't do that. You know, don't talk to these dude because they only want this from you. You know, so it just opened my eyes to some stuff. So, sure. so yeah. So what I want to get into next is um our first party experience in college. So I don't know about you, girl, but my. My first party was a Q party. <laughs> Mine was Alpha. <laughs> Our first party was after the Q party, going to the Rick. And y'all, my friends, I like, my friends was like, come on, we got to go. Like, right after pro, when the probate, when they was just, you know, doing what they do, she was like, oh, it's probate go. time too. Yeah, she was like, we got to do, we got to hurry up. We got to do what we got to, she was like, we got to get to the place. Cause we know when, once the probate was over, everybody was going to be at the, um, so I had to hurry up, run to my dorm room, put on my stuff. Y'all wore a skirt. First of all, I was not ready for what I experienced at that party. Men were bitty girls over. They were basically having picking sex. them up, lifting them up. They was. They were having sex on the floor. One one dude dropped the girl because he, he was like, she stank. I was just like, what's going on? Somebody weird came off. It was too much stuff that was going on in my mind. Somebody lit a cute lit my titty. It was just too much going on. It was girl, just, first it, of all, they better stop all that before somebody try to charge them with something. I love the cues though. <laughs> You said what? I love the cues though. I love the I love the cues too. <laughs> uh, I think my first party experience, like you said, it wasn't. I was not ready for it, honestly. I'm. I was never the party type, you know. Like people had invited me to stuff, and I'd be like, "Nah, I'm not going." Like back in high school, but me and my friends were like, mm-hmm. "No, we should go to this party. It's 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 gonna be a part of our college experience, girl." It was an alpha party, and it was just lit. Like, that's all I remember. It was just lit. And I can't remember what I wore, but like you said, like, I was just not ready for what I experienced. And the thing about our school with college parties is you kind of know everybody at the school because our school is like a smaller private school institution. Mm-hmm. You kind of know everybody, and other schools come to your parties too, but you kind of get, like, even more hype because you know that person and they like you getting lit with that even though you don't know them personally you see them around campus i don't know it just feels like a family vibe but it's still fun i don't know how to explain it but it was definitely definitely fun whatever you trying to find your outfit you trying to girl keep it on my lashes cute cute my edges for me real quick before you go to the party so everybody's in the dorm room getting ready you hear music that day, 
I realized I look cute. That day I fell I knew for a fact I fell in love with them dogs. I said, yes. Yes. Like and you learn like you better get out the way because everybody's gonna be strolling. That see, I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> I wasn't ready for that. Every song the cues were strolling. <laughs> like it was everyone. It was just like they found a little, they found one of them and like um I'm in Alabama, so we got a couple HBCUs like that's big, yeah. big around Troy. So we got Alabama State, Alabama A and M. We got you know a couple, a couple miles. We got. I have a friend who goes to A and M. Yeah, we got a couple. We got a couple HBCUs around. So we had H, we had Alabama State cues, Alabama A and M cues. We had yeah. we had every cue that was around the area. We was just like it was all them done because y'all it was just cool at the party. All I saw, I looked at the door. All I saw was purple. I said. <laughs> You know what I like about the cues, though? I feel like they have, like, great personality. Like, n- not even just when you're talking to them, but when they're, like, strolling and stuff, you can really see the personality come out, and they're just really funny to me. And I love the chicken that they make. Oh, babe. Oh, don't get me started about the chicken. Girl. If you have never went to a cue party, or if you have never went to anything that a cue was it, I'm gonna tell you right now. now. Get you a little of that Q, that Q chicken, and that Omega oil, and it will touch your life. Okay. And the chicken be a little burnt, but it's a good, it's a good burnt. You know what I mean? Not too much, but it's still. I remember. I remember after homecoming one day, I was just after homecoming. My um, my roommate, um, my ex roommate was uh, she dates a Q, so I'm I'm cool with all the Qs in my college. So after. After um homecoming, they had their cute chicken. When I say I, I had my uniform on. It was just dripping. I mean, I was just like, but <laughs> this stuff was so good. And you don't need no sides with it either. Nothing. You get full off the chicken. Okay. I, and I used to go to every little cute function. I was, hey, cues, if you listening, I I be right there. Y'all know I be everywhere. Y'all eat. I'm with you. I ain't no grouper now. I ain't no. I ain't no. You know. I ain't no. Greek groupie with I do be at, at everything to look cute at. So the since we talk about parties, I want to talk about party etiquette. What is some stuff that you don't do at parties? Because some people don't know. Some if you watching this podcast and you are not in college, what are some things I just want them to know? Like some things to keep an eye on or don't do at a party. Like you said earlier, if you ever are drinking something, whatever it is, don't ever put your cup down and pick it back up. If you put your cup down, you're leaving it there. You're not coming back to it. Uh, Throw it away. Another thing I would say is have fun, but don't don't act a fool. Mm -hmm. Don't act a fool because you're still going to school with with the people you know, your peers. Um, You never know what's going to happen down the line. So you don't want to you want to have fun, but don't act a fool and uh what else i uh, i would say i would say even i would say even even though you're at a party you're there to have fun you you are you have to present yourself in a good way you know don't get so sloppy right don't get so sloppy because my thing is i know a girl at my college she did some her freshman year it's her senior year and they still remember it even though all the people yeah. that graduated, they still remember it. So um, people are gonna, that girl. You, they all you don't you don't want to be that girl. So 
you don't be the girl or dude. You need to just make sure that you can have fun. Just don't get sloppy with it. And also, I would say if you're going with people, make sure you have the rule of we we come together, we leave together. Yes. You know, if you you want to go to a party, go take a friend. Um, you never really want to go by yourself just to be safe. Right. And also with that, you got to um know who your friends is. You gotta have. You need to make sure you know your friends because yeah. you don't want to get in a situation that um something happened at a party and they leave you or you know because some people do that. Some people just be like, yeah. I'm gonna leave. Some people are bogus like that. They be like, well, she ain't in the car. I'm. We about to leave. You know, you don't want to be like. You don't want to be, you know, in that situation. So you need to make sure you know who your friends is that you come there. Yeah, for sure. And, and then also, your friends represent the people you hang around. Also, like it's a representation of you. So you need yeah. to. So you need Facts. to make sure your friends. Is, you don't want to be it's hanging around cute. with the with the girls that known to have to to be with all the cues now. And then they think you with all the cues, and then you just like, I ain't even talked to a cue yet. I ain't okay. even, even did nothing to no cue yet. Right. But, um, and just yeah. know, at the end of the day, what happens at the party does not stay at the party. At the party. People talk. People got mouths. Yes. Yeah. And people are watching, so just know that. But have fun. Right. So, I want to talk about dating in college, because of course, I could I could not go this this whole little college episode without talking about dating in college. So, um, I wanted to talk about first. I want to talk about um the types of guys you will meet that you have met or you will meet in college. Okay, so if you're a freshman going to college, I'm gonna say the first type of guy you're going to meet is the player player oh they these guys are the ones who prey on the freshmen because you know you guys are new meets and uh they think you can they just gonna be able to get you so Mm -hmm. in this type of guy he's just there you know for the punani okay let's be real and and once he has it he's gonna leave so i would be very aware of like just aware of who you're talking to you know it's, it's okay to um network and mingle and have friends but just if you're going to college just be aware that some people's intentions um might not be genuine so that's one of the guys i would say you'll meet what else i got me a couple i got a list <laughs> so the first guy the first group of guys you will meet in college is the promoters the people that be the promoters yes. all the parties hey you want to come in them usually are the coolest people but they will try you <laughs> they will try you so that's the first person the second if people you, if they promoting you a party that you gotta pay twenty dollars for no oh yeah. yeah another party etiquette if you paying over if it ain't like if you paying and over if you're 15, a girl if you pay i feel like you paying over 15 yeah i don't think you need to go see yeah, because most of the time, girls get in way cheaper than the guys. So, like she said, if you're paying over $15, I would say it's a no. You, you, there are going to be more parties, for sure. So, yeah, the second dude, these are dudes I wanted when I came to college, the athletes. I want to be a football player when I got in college. But you got to be aware. You got to be careful of them because them are some player players. 
them are the whole you gotta story. you gotta be real with yourself like if if that guy is coming up to you i would say you know see what it's about but most of the time he has girls already wanting him as well because he's an athlete he has some type of status so just know you might not be the only one sis so, oh, yeah. what I'm gonna say, and then, I don't know if you have on your list the um, the friendly F boys, those are like the cool guys, you know, they're, they're cool, but they're still F boy at the end of the day, like not as much as a player, but they play on the down low, right? They're not they as like they got holes, but they got them exactly, exactly. Yeah, but I ain't had them on the list. Um, I had um. <laughs> So I want to say my athletes. I I go to PWI. So majority of the athletes date um, Caucasian women. So they don't want me. <laughs> they they don't want that. That really hurts me. But they don't want me. <laughs> so uh, I I thought I want I wanted a football player, but they don't want me. So it's whatever. Girl. The third ones y'all just got. We just got to talk about them. The fraternity dudes, not them. <laughs> Not the same with the with the athletes. Just know, sis, somebody else wants them too. First, like with the with the frats, I feel like it's it's different because what, I feel like sometimes in a, before you're in a fraternity, people don't know you. But when you get that that them letters, people want to talk to you more. They want to be around you more. So they have a lot of women that want them. So uh, just like athletes, they have a lot of women that want them. They, so we got of them the letters. letters yeah yeah the letters so just you know that's that's definitely the dude you'll meet you'll probably meet them on the first day because i know in my uh college they had they had like the football players helping people move in they had dudes helping them move in so you'll probably meet them the first day you'll probably meet a couple of these dudes first day and I just want to say, like, if you're meeting any of these dudes, like the athletes or the ones who have the letters, and that's all they've, like, accomplished in life, I don't know. Like, sometimes I feel like a lot of people who get there, they're just kind of like, it's all about that. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. That's all I got to say on that. But, I mean, not everybody is like that. Okay. The fifth one, bad boys. So yeah, I you know, I have I have a little problem with these because I be I be wanting to you know the little hood dudes I be wanting them so they just they so appealing you want bad boys especially at HBCU like coming from where I come from too it's like the hood guys they just kind of hit different but I'm more of like a good girl I mean a good guy and they love you. And they love you because you're a good girl. <laughs> they do. That's true. That's true. Okay. They good dudes love good girls. Cause I was listening to um, I listened to a lot of podcasts, and I was on listening to one podcast, and it had like a hood dude on. He was like, "Yeah, I like. I want me a good girl." He was like, "I want my girl doing the same thing I'm doing." They sure do. That's true. That's hilarious. I was just like, they they love. Mm, I love me some hood dudes too, but I think I leave them all. Cause the track queen life ain't for me. <laughs> it ain't for not me. Not for me either. It's not. For not me. gonna lie. Yes, this this sixth the, the last dude that I have on my list 
Y'all, these are the dudes that will have you wanted to slap them. These aggravating dudes that want to test you. That the dudes that want you too much. Oh my gosh, these are the dudes that I probably would say that you'll meet the most often. The ones that won't stop DMing you, saying stuff to you, and it's and it's like this. You never want to be mean to anybody or like reject anybody in a in a harsh way. But these guys, they are persistent. And even when you say, you know, no, I, I'm not looking for that right now, or you just don't want them, you just try to, you know, reject them any way you can, they just don't stop. And I find those guys to be the ones that constantly are hitting me up. Right. Like, those aggravated dudes, I have an aggravated dude on my line now, and he just, I, you won't get the hit, sir, I don't want you. <laughs> Like, I'm trying to stay in a nice way. I'm still talking to you because I'm a nice person. And I would not, if somebody did not want me, I still want them to be like, you know, ease, do it gently. Don't just be like, I don't want your ass. Right. Yeah. You know, I'm trying. But with them, even if you do it like that, they still they don't still, want you. I don't know. It's just like you could tell them you don't want them. They, they make them want you more. I'm just like, leave me alone. Yeah. I don't want you. It's, oh, Lord, leave, me, leave the line alone. So the next thing I want to talk about is, our dating experiences in college, like how has our dating experiences been? Have they been good? Have they been bad? Girl, I'm not even gonna lie to you. I did not have a dating life at all. Um, honestly, like when when I was in high school, I really didn't have that much male attention. And then when I got to college, it was so it was such a 360. Like I went from like dry to like not everybody was wanting me, but like guys are really going to try you when you get to college. And I don't know if I just wasn't ready for that. And as like um, aggressive as they were, like he, like we were just talking about that last guy, they're pretty aggressive. And I wouldn't say that I haven't had any type of like dating experiences, but as far as like getting to like a relationship, not at all. But what I will say is, when you get ladies, if you get into college, they're going to want you. And I would say, um, have fun, talk to whoever. Um, don't take it so seriously because it's just college. And that's another thing. Like I, like we was talking about earlier, you think you're going to find your Dwayne, but he's not going to be a Dwayne. Um, he might be there for, for a good time, but not a long time. So, right. so for me, I've been, Okay, my first semester of college, I was in color guard. So I was in color guard, and I was just getting to know people, so I really wasn't dating. But y'all downloaded Tinder app. Oh, hotline bling, hotline bling. And it's just y'all. I dated. I dated every dude on this on this list. <laughs> like I've talked to every dude on this. I've talked to the athletes. Terrible decision. Terrible yeah. decision. Don't only dude I have not experience. It was. I talked to the hood dude. I'm not a trap queen. <laughs> not. I'm not that. I talked to the aggravating dude. I've talked to the popular dude. I've talked. I've talked to a lot of dudes in college, and I feel like this was a good experience for me to talk to these mm-hmm. dudes because my um when I was in high school, I was focused on school. I didn't talk to nobody in high school. And it's just, it was a good, this is just a good, it was a good way of, of me finding out what I do and don't like in a guy. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I say, like, experience that. Um, and just, like I said, don't 
don't think of it as something so serious because this is the time that you will be able to see this is what I kind of like in a guy and I don't really like that so you know you kind of get that kind of feel of like talking to different people and then also if you do happen to find somebody who was there for in the long run that's great but just in reality I don't think that's how it really is because it hasn't been my experience and I don't, it's not a lot of, of our experiences like these like for everybody sis they are like i me personally i'm on such a hopeless romantic i think every dude i talk to he the one so i'm just like i'm just like girl i'm talking to him for like an hour i'd be like texting my friends like girl oh my god like he's so nice he's so sweet like i'm really i'm really like that i just um, am a hopeless romantic but i've learned while being in college and dating in college that that um these dudes I don't think these dudes are not capable of most dudes are not capable of having a, a meaningful relationship honestly and then also these dudes is really focus on sex and my thing mm-hmm. my thing is at the end of the day sex is gonna get boring at, at the end of the day you're gonna need something more something more to stimulate you than than sex so right and I'm the type of girl like and like you said, you know, sex is not everything, you know. Um, I'm the type of girl that I want you to be able to, like, be interested in my mind, not just the way I look. Like, I want you to like me for who I am inside and not just for what the outside of me or what I can do for you. Right. Sexually. Right. So, <clears throat> the last the last two topics that I want to talk about is first i want to i want to ask you is it hard dating in college being plus size is that hard to you or no i'm gonna say i wouldn't necessarily say it's hard but i would say our experience is different just because it's almost like i don't want to say i second guess myself but at the same time it's in the back of my head like you know, um, I'm a big girl. I don't know if this dude likes big girls. And then you kind of have those guys who only kind of hit you in the DM and you kind of question that, like, okay, I see you every day, but you message me in the DM, like, what is this about? So I wouldn't say it's like absolutely a no, like it's super hard, but sometimes I think it is. Um, And also it's like, you just talked to my friend and now all of a sudden you want me. So I'm second best. You know what I'm saying? So what, I don't know. What do you think? Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to say yes and no. I'm going to say no, because once you get in college, dudes just want, dudes going to want to talk to you. Exactly. Like, yeah. like, it's not like in high school, like in high school, no dude wanted to talk to me because I was a plus size girl. But now I'm just like, dudes just want to talk to me but also it is hard dating because i feel like i feel like um once you're in college so most dudes be like i ain't never dated a plus size girl before i ain't never dated a big girl before and you yeah. want to be fittest you want to be a fetish to someone yeah so that's hard that's hard because you don't know if somebody liking you because they never dated someone or never talked to someone that was plus size or if they really like you and it's just right. that's hard 
to know, like, to know or try to trying to find out like that. But, <clears throat> um, yeah. And then also being a plus size girl to dudes. Some, I feel like dudes, like, when you're in college, they are so focused on how, like, how you look and if you don't fit, like, a certain mold. Because I know, um, like, I was talking to an athlete in my college. She played basketball. So, um, he already knew I was plus size and everything. He was trying to hang out with me and everything. And we got to a football game. Like I said, I was in color guard. He got, we got to a football game, and my best friend was beside me. Um, and he was just like, he going to text me asking about her. And I asked him about her. He was like, "You yeah, know, put me on your friend." Sorry, you were trying to you were trying to be put on me. It's it's hard. Like what? It's, it was as hard as it was. That was hard to deal yeah. with. Cause, especially and and this is the thing. Like no shade to my friends at all, but especially if you have friends who are like not plus size as well, and like you guys gotta do everything together. Um, I just feel like. Person, like from a guy's perspective and this has nothing to do with us but they're going to be the ones that they reach out to first just because of their size and I'm not saying because they're not pretty or anything like that but it's like then down the road it's oh you know let me talk to you and it's kind of like what mm-hmm. like you were just chasing after my friend but you want to talk to me like it's just kind of like that whole situation and that's kind of like you said, guys, regardless of your size, they're going to want to talk to you and date you when you get to college. But it, it, when it gets to that deeper level, you kind of just question it. Like, yeah. What's the motive? So, the last thing I want to talk about is um, I want to do an HBCU versus PWI pros and cons. So, since we go to two different colleges i really want to like do the pros and cons for us um for people that are thinking about going to hbcu or people that are thinking about going to a pwi okay so from an hbcu perspective i would say uh, the pros would be definitely get that family um aspect of like community like it feels like home to be honest like you almost um the people you're around you're all connected in in one way just because one reason being because of your race because of your culture and you and that would be another pro like you get to learn about your culture um you get to be in a a, your own unique space where it's just you and your people and um that's been one of the greatest experiences for me just being able to like experiencing that culture with no nothing else like kind of coming in and like um like meshing with that not to say that other other races don't go to your hbcu but when you're at an hbcu it's focused on being black and being you know excellent and then also it's like going to an hbcu you'd be like uh in your dorm room you'd be like i can't do my hair who can do my hair your roommate can do your hair the girl down the hallway can do your hair you have somebody who can do lashes you have somebody who can do nails you have every type of like um person that you need there like you'll never go without something being being able to be done for you and then let me think 
um, also with like the faculty and your in the staff and your teachers, I would say you have a better relationship with them just because they they might get to know you better. Also, like you might be walking down the campus and they might see you and say, hey, I didn't see you in class the other day. What was going on? And I just feel like when you're at a PWI, you may not get that same um, thing happening in that in that sense. And then with cons, girl, I would say, ooh, I would say like as far as like with um, the I don't know what I'm trying to say. Like with the buildings, sometimes they're a little old and outdated. Um, also, like with financial aid in the business office, child. I feel like that. That I was really going to ask you about that. I was going to ask That's you about that. the biggest issue. You you know, refund checks come out when I don't. I can't even tell you because we get ours so late. Like <laughs> financial aid. <laughs> In the business office, they got some work to do because the attitudes are immaculate. Um, also, and and that's the thing is another thing. It's like because it's, it's an HBCU, you kind of want to be like, okay, I'm gonna give y'all the benefit of the doubt. But at the end of the day, y'all are still an institution. This is still like professional, and I'm gonna need you guys to act professionally when it comes to like um, me and being able to go through school, like. This is not play. So I think that's all I can think about right now. I'm pretty sure there's more pros and cons, but I just can't. What about you? All right. So, yeah, I go to PWI. So um, I would have to say um, the pros of going to a PWI is um, I would say we are always like, I feel like people always trying to put money into it. So we always got like a building or something being built or something, or they adding on to something. Like I know we got, since I've been at Troy, we got, they built the the new dorm room I lived in. They built a new rec center. Um, They put a new food court in TC. Like it's been a lot. Like that's been, and I only been here. I'm a junior. So I only been there for three years. So, I feel like that's a pro, and I feel like another pro is <laughs> we get our financial financial aid checks whole time. <laughs> Lucky y'all, because I'm telling you, y'all. After um, literally, we have an add and drop day. After add and drop day is over, y'all. What nine p.m. I was at I was at band practice. They said your your money has been deposited. I said. <laughs> Oh, they deposit it to you too. We have a low card. They get if you can either get you a Trojan card, they put it in direct deposit. So that's another okay. pro of you know going to uh PWI. And um what's another pro of going through going to a PWI? Um, um I'm trying to see. I know it's like you're trying to think I'm stuck. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to see. I asked you that question. I ain't had nothing prepared. I'm, I'm just, I'm on the fly just like you. Um, so I would have to say, um, I feel like, okay, if you're a minority, they give more, they give, you are more eligible for scholarships than other, um, 
other, you know, Caucasian people. Um, yeah. Because you are a minority going to a predominantly white institution. So they want you to be there. They want you to stay there. So they they are willing to, you know, give you a little bit more financial aid, give you a little bit more money for yeah. that. Um, I'm going to say, um, and the last pro is I go to Troy University, like I said, and Troy University is an international university so going to troy like i really have been exposed to um, a lot of different cultures and stuff because we have a lot of a lot of um like international students so we have like people from jamaica like i know i just met a girl from jamaica the other day i was just like how are you barbados everything i was just like it's just we have um foreign students too like but i wouldn't say we have like um I would say we have more of like the African culture and the Caribbean. Yeah. I just feel like um Troy, well, I'm just saying specifically for Troy, because Troy is the international international university in Alabama. So I would just say we have a lot of a lot of foreign people um yeah. at our college. So I have to say that. Um so some cons. <laughs> let me get on the cons so a con is that it ain't that many black men <laughs> for us here it ain't many black men for us here wait I was gonna ask you that have you been approached by like a white guy y'all let me tell you about I'm gonna tell you about that just quickly y'all this white man gonna miss he, this white man I got on to y'all this white man said Hey, big mama. <laughs> okay. I responded with, hey, little daddy. <laughs> because. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> because I was so just like, wet. I told my mama about it. She was dead. Like, she was on the floor laughing. Like, it was. Girl. Like, I have been approached by a white man before. White men love some black women up here. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I um also a con going to PWI is that since it is um majority white majority white hold on a second I'm sorry okay I'm start back to record I'm sorry y'all I had to start the recording my mama is doing a whole cameo she is acting up y'all hey mama but I was talking about the con um so like I said that 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 was a con these my main trying to talk is. Um, I, and I think another con is that um, since we do go to PW, I go to PWI, you see a lot of racial stuff, like, as far as, like, Caucasian people don't care what they say. Um, yeah. I know we had an incident, um, a couple incidents at Troy since I've been here. We had a, um, a white fraternity um, dress up in Trump stuff and... Um, our motto for our college was rebuilding the walls. What? No, it was like for football. It wasn't. It was before Trump was. It was before Trump was even in office. Our football motto was rebuild the wall. So since um that was that was way before Trump, like way way before Trump. So. They so the new students wanted to dress up in Trump. The wife trying to want to dress up in Trump stuff, and then have other people dressing like immigrant stuff and make a whole video about it. So, what? are you kidding me? So that was one thing we had to go through. I know recently we had um 
we had um a Caucasian girl that um is a part of a sorority that she wanted to call someone the n-word on um social media and somebody dms or something and she got called out about it and we had that recently happen um we had a building building just get um name building name after a a kkk leader that just got changed like it's just a lot of racial stuff that that happens at pwi um so yeah and also i'm gonna go back to another pro sis all that stuff we ha- we like the even though it's not that many of us African Americans like um Asians and everything like at the college I go to even though it's like not that many we are still it like when stuff like that happens we all come together you yeah. see who like the real you know Troy you is so right. I would say those are pros and the cons for us to PWI. I was just gonna say one more pro is Fried Chicken Thursdays. Don't do that because we got fried chicken. We got fried chicken Wednesdays and we got okay, Fridays. Okay. And it depends on who in the kitchen. That's <laughs> the, true. The, the chicken is good, but we got fried chicken Wednesdays and fish Fridays. I don't like fish Fridays because I don't eat fish, but <laughs> yeah. Period. Yeah. In the chi- it just depends who in the kitchen. So we're going to get into the song of the week. So Y'all, my song of the week is by my baby daddy, Tootsie. It's sapiosexual. It's sapiosexual. If any of y'all have ever listened to that song, it's the best song you can ever listen to. He said, baby girl, I'm going to make your mind come. And I said, yes, Ooh. sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Um, I think my my song of the week would have to be anything by Giveon. I just it would probably be still your best or the beach. I just oof, I love his voice. He's from Long Beach as well. Period. Gang, gang. Yeah, not the gang. He's, gang. My, man. He's my man. What song I saw? I heard of him. It's like the TikTok. Two thirty one. Oh yeah, that's the Chicago freestyle with Drake. Well, that that's the one I would put on to. You know, TikTok we put on folks the song. You know. Really, for real? You be I, like, oh, I like this song. I'm at it. So we're gonna get into the big advice. We got two questions today. So the first question is: I am a junior. I'm in my junior year of college, and I have been thinking about changing my major. Should I do it, being that it's that I only have one more year? Um, I would say, um, what's your major right now? Who me? Oh, is this somebody oh, else? It's somebody else. Oh, okay. <laughs> they didn't say who the major. I'm about to say, girl, I'm a. Oh yeah, we didn't even say our majors. <laughs> Psychology. Um, I'm kinesiology. Pre- okay. So, oh, sorry, go ahead. I said I was kinesiology pre-health. That's it. Period. Um, I would say if you are really wanting to, like, change your major, do it. Because the thing about, like, school is, like, it's always going to be there. You know, you have time. Like, don't let anybody think that you have to graduate in a certain amount of times and in time. And plus, like, you don't want to get a degree in something that you're not happy with. So if you decide to change your major and you're really on board with it, I say go for it, especially because, you know, you're a junior and you may still be doing some of your uh, gen ed. You should, you might be done with it already, but you maybe just have got finished with it because I know your 
your freshman, your sophomore year, you're just the most, the majority of the things that you're taking are your gen eds. So um, I think it would be a perfect time for you to be able to switch your major because you've kind of been there. You've kind of seen that, okay, um, this isn't for me. And plus, I had a friend, she changed her major her junior year. She's graduating uh, this year with me still on, on the same time. And she was a biology major, and she's now a psychology major. And that kind of doesn't interchange really at all. So I think you can do it. Um, don't let anybody make you feel like that's not a good decision. Yeah. I would say <clears throat> if you want to change a major, you should go ahead. You should do it. Um, if you've really thought about it, like, you got to think about it. Like, do you really, yeah. like, is that really what I want to do? Because at the end of the day, you don't want to ever, you don't ever want to be at a job or be in something that you don't enjoy. Yeah. Um, so college is all about just picking something that you enjoy and making a career or getting your degree in it. So you don't want to do something that you don't enjoy. Um, and also, um, I hate when folks get to the thing, they be like, you ain't graduated yet. Like, college don't have to be four years. Some yeah. people say six, some people say seven, some people say eight. It's all in your time. I know a friend that she was getting ready to graduate, and she had to take, like, a couple years off because she couldn't afford, you know, stuff happens. Yeah. Life's happening. Yeah. Life don't stop just because you're in college. So it doesn't matter that you're in your junior year, you want to change up. It don't matter that you, you have a year, you know. If you want to change your major, go ahead. Because, y'all, I want to change my major a couple times. Like, <laughs> I want to change my major. As soon as I hit that nutrition class, I want to change my major then. Like, I was like, I want to change my major a couple of times. I wanted to add a minor. I wanted, you know, it was a yeah. lot of stuff. And then that's, that's another thing I was going to say. Like, if you don't decide to change your major, do it as a minor, whatever you were thinking about going into. Because at the end of the day, you, you'll graduate with this degree. But if you do decide to go to grad school, you don't even have to, like, I'm a psychology major. When I go to grad school, I don't have to go to grad school for psychology. You can literally choose anything. It doesn't have to correlate at all. So, I mean, if this is something that you really want, go for it and change it. If you want to test the waters first, make it a minor. You'll still be taking those classes that you need um, to graduate for it. So, if then down the line, if you do decide, you can just make it your major and and change the, the um, major that you're into right now as a minor so you can still have keep those classes and uh, show that you that you earned it and prove um, not prove that you learned whatever but you won't have to like have that necessarily go down the drain you could just make it into a minor so you have a ton of options um, yeah I, yeah, and I feel like also in college, that's your time to, I know everybody, I know a lot of people tell, like, when my mom came to, like, the parent little meeting before um I went to college, um they had told her, it was like, the major that they choose might not be the major when they leave, because <laughs> you might do, they might take a class, like, I knew I took um Spanish, I want to change my major to Spanish when I took that class, because I love Spanish. Yeah. So I was just like, you know, you never know, like, you might take a class that open your eyes, and you just be like, oh, yeah. be like that. So don't be afraid to, you know, change your major. So right. the next big advice and the last one for this episode is how can I make the, can you give me some tips on how can I make the best out of my college experience? Um, I would say do everything that you can that you can do like honestly if you can join every single club join it because you know what I feel like college is is 
about experiences, learning about who you are as a person. And the only way you're going to be able to do that is going out and trying new things. So like for me personally, when I got to college, I, I tested the waters and everything. Like I, t- I did dance, which I'm not a dancer at all. We have a plus size dance team at our school too. Um, okay. I did modeling, um, Spanish club, psychology club. I'm Miss PSC. Um, I just think it's a great experience for you to just try to do anything that you can do just because like you never know who you're going to meet. Um, you'll always have a friend, you know, when you go to the cab, you'll be, you'll be like, maybe I don't have my personal friends with me, but there goes somebody from the track team right there. I can go eat with them. So and you, you just kind of build like a, a network and people you can rely on too at the same time as creating these new experiences and trying out different things. Yeah, I would say the same thing. Join a club. Um, so I was, I, yeah, I was definitely say join a club because um, my freshman year I was in Color Guard, and from Color Guard I met my best friend Chelsea, and um, like she opened, she like made me meet a whole bunch of people. Like it was, it's just like you got to um, just join clubs because that's how you meet people. I will also say too, while you're in college, I think I think you should also you know, learn yourself mentally, like, learn yourself mentally, because I know, as for me, like, when I got in college, I had, like, a little depression, because I was by myself all the time, and I feel like you just got to learn, you got to learn you, you know, you know, being around friends and stuff is all, all good, but, you know, you, sometimes you got to take time and learn yeah. stuff, um, because now I'm able to, do stuff on my own, you know, go to the cafe on my own if I want, want to, you know, I have, I have more of an independence if, since I um, took that mental health time to get myself together. Yeah. Um, ha- I feel like another tip I can have is to have fun, but don't have too much fun. You know, have fun, you know, enjoy your, you know, years in college, because honestly, college is like one, it's like probably going to be one of the highlights of your years. It's like, because you're going to meet so many people, be experienced, like experience so many things, be exposed to so many things. Like, this is going to be, this is a great, you know, time in your life that you're going to be, you know, exposed to so much. So have fun, but don't have too much fun. You know, don't get yourself into yeah, don't slack off. Oh, and also another tip, freshmen, don't take like don't don't slack off your first year. Please don't. It's the most don't, important. Don't slack off your first year. Um, because that first year, when you get your senior year, you gonna be like, I shouldn't have did that my first year. I shouldn't. Have, I should have paid more attention. So don't slack off your your freshman year. I would say that also. Um, what else I would say? Um, I would also say, like, get to know your professors. Um, yes. In the long run, that's going to help you out a lot because if somebody knows you on a more personal level, they're more likely to help you. You know, you might be in between grades. You might be on the verge of a B, but you, like, at a 78, 79. And just because you've reached out to that professor throughout the whole semester or, you know, throughout the school year, they might – you know, boost you up because they, they like you. They, they see that you've been keeping in contact with them, um, keeping them up to date. So have a, try to have a great relationship with your professors. That's going to make your college experience a lot better, especially, um, if you can 
have that relationship with their professors that are in your major because they might have opportunities for you like they might be like hey I thought of you for this internship I know about or something like that too yeah I would say the same thing because <clears throat> that's the one thing they told me when I came to Troy is know your professors like mm-hmm. get to know your professors because I know personally since I did that um I I had like my freshman year, my mama, my mom was like a single parent, mom was a single parent. She did not marry my stepdad at the time. Um, and we was having trouble, like we we got to the end of the semester and they was like, You got two thousand dollars you owe. My mom was like, I don't need I don't I don't got no money to pay no two thousand dollars. So, yeah. you know, I went up to the pro- program that I was in, you know, I got to know the people in the program and they helped me find money to, so I could stay in school. Um, I know had an experience with a teacher that um I had she was like, um, you had to get like a B in the class to to test out of the next course. And I didn't have a B in the class. I had like a C in the class. She still gave me the opportunity to test out um of that class. So getting to know your professors is essential to having a great a great school year. And one more thing I would say is um try your hardest, even if you're like a shy person, try your hardest to get out of your comfort zone and just experience things because college is I mean for the majority of us college is only four years you know and that might seem like a long time but it's actually really short coming from a senior about to graduate um wish I will push your limits you know get out of your comfort zone you might be scared to go meet this person but it might be a very beneficial in the long run yep well, that's all I have for this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, Jaren, I said Jaren, Jaren, Jaren. I don't want to say your name all the kinds of ways. But go ahead, tell them where they can find you at on social media. Um, on Instagram, you can find me at Jaren underscore Nicole, J E R R I N underscore Nicole, N I C O L E. And then on TikTok, you can find me at Awkward Fat Girl. And on YouTube, you can find me at That's So Jaren. All right. And y'all know y'all can find me here on TikTok. It's underscore A Beauty 4. On Instagram, it's underscore A Beauty 4. On, <laughs> on YouTube, it's Aaliyah Beauty. So, yeah, we just hit um, 625 on YouTube. Subscribe. So, I'm happy that I'm, we're roaring over there. We just hit 67K on, on TikTok. Jaren got a whole bunch of K, y'all. She got about <laughs> 250K, not a quarter meal. Oh, uh, I ain't okay. nowhere near there. But we just hit there. We just hit oh, like almost 350 on Instagram. We growing. We getting up. But um, yeah, I hope y'all y'all enjoyed this um episode of of Big Girl Big World. And yeah, so bye, y'all. We're gonna get out of here. Bye.